Hi, this is Adrian, founder of Wikisleep. If you're enjoying these short clips of the podcast and would like to hear entire episodes, you can do that by going to wikisleep.com and downloading the Wikisleep app. It's simple, effective, and far more affordable than just about every other sleep tool that's out there. Plus, there's much more on the app, including meditations, white noise, a playlist builder, and other options to improve your sleep experience. You can start a free trial today and explore everything on the app. Just go to wikisleep.com to get started. Now, I hope you enjoy this shorter clip from the longer stories from Wikisleep. In 1992, Irish singer and activist Sinead O'Connor appeared on Saturday Night Live as a musical guest. In front of millions, she sang an a cappella version of Bob Marley's War, which she intended as a protest against sexual abuse of children in the Catholic Church. She then presented a photo of Pope John Paul II to the camera while singing the word evil, after which she tore up the photo into pieces and said, fight the real enemy before throwing the torn pieces toward the camera. The incident occurred nine years before John Paul II acknowledged the sexual abuse within the church, and at the time, major figures were not openly speaking about the known issues. Her protest resulted in her being largely ridiculed and dismissed by the media, but following her recent death, many people are revisiting her life and career. She was speaking truth to the horrible sexual crimes and cover-ups within the Catholic Church, and was willing to sacrifice her own career to bring attention to them. And in an era where most public figures are still afraid to speak out against injustice, many are saying the world owes her an apology. You're listening to Wikisleep. I'm Adrian Sala. Sinead O'Connor was born on December 8, 1966, in Dublin, Ireland. Her parents were John Oliver Sean O'Connor and Johanna Marie O'Grady, who separated when O'Connor was a child. In 1979, when she was 12 years old, O'Connor left her mother and went to live with her father, who had remarried and moved to Virginia three years prior. But while there, 
O'Connor found herself getting into trouble. At the age of 15, her shoplifting and truancy led to her being placed in an asylum call. The Grinion Training Center, run by the Order of Our Lady of Charity for 18 months. In some ways, she thrived there, especially in the development of her writing and music, but she also chafed under the imposed conformity. Unruly students were sometimes sent to sleep in the adjoining nursing home, an experience of which she later commented, I have never, and probably will never, experienced such panic and terror and agony over anything. One of the volunteers at the asylum was the sister of Paul Byrne, drummer for the band, in Tuanua, who heard O'Connor singing Evergreen by Barbara Streisand. She recorded a song with them called Take My Hand, but at 15, they felt that she was too young to join the band. Then, through an ad she placed in Hot Press in mid-1984, she met Colm fairly. Together, they recruited a few other members and formed a band called Tonton Makut. The band moved to Waterford briefly while O'Connor attended Newton School, but she soon dropped out and followed them to Dublin where the performances received positive reviews. Most observers thought O'Connor's singing and stage presence were the band's strongest features, and that brought her to the attention of the music industry. She was soon signed by Ensign Records. She also acquired an experienced manager, Fakna Okale, former head of U2's Mother Records. Sadly, with her career just beginning to take shape, her mother died in a car accident after losing control on an icy road. However, she soon embarked on her first major assignment, providing the vocals for the song Heroin, which she co-wrote with U2's guitarist, The Edge, for the soundtrack to the film Captive. Her manager, who had been fired by U2 for complaining about them in an interview, was outspoken with his views on music and politics and O'Connor adopted similar habits. She defended the actions of the provisional IRA and said U2's music was bombastic. She later retracted her IRA comments, 
saying they were based on nonsense and that she was too young to understand the tense situation in Northern Ireland properly. Her first album, The Lion and the Cobra, was a sensation when it was released in 1987 on Chrysalis Records. It reached gold status, earning a Best Female Rock Vocal Performance Grammy nomination. O'Connor named Bob Dylan, David Bowie, Bob Marley, Susie and the Banshees, and the Pretenders as the artists who influenced her on her debut album. If you're enjoying this Wikisleep story and would like to hear it in its entirety, full episodes are available on the Wikisleep app, where there is so much more to help you get to sleep. Simply visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search Wikisleep. Or visit wikisleep.com where there are simple links to the app. And remember, we're not a regular sleep app. We're a cool sleep app. Affordable, fun, and endlessly interesting.